Hello, friends, and welcome to the No Bad Shifts podcast, a show for nursing students, new nurses, and all those in healthcare devoted to helping others and making the world for patients a better place. I'm Nurse Tuda, your host, here to offer nursing tips, stories, motivation, and conversations with some of my favorite healthcare professionals so we can better learn to collaborate to make the hospital a more positive and supportive environment. Remember, with the right mindset, you really can learn from every day, and there really are no bad shifts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of No Bad Shifts. I'm Nurse Duda, and today I am super excited to talk to you about tips and advice and what to do when you are pulled from your unit and floated to another. So as a newer nurse, I remember there were a few things that I was really dreading for the day when they came One, of course, the day that you have your first patient code. Two, when you walk into a room and a patient very aggressively tells you they are leaving AMA. And three, the day you walk onto the floor and you hear the words, hey, Lindsay, sorry, you're getting pulled. As if every day is already not stressful enough when you are in your first year of nursing and now you are getting ripped away from your home and your comfort zone and your big brother and big sisters and your work moms and dads who are looking out for you and have to go somewhere totally different. Could be a little bit different patient population. You might not really know how the floor works together, how the doctors are around there. You don't know where anything is at. You don't know the codes to anything. And you still have to work as a nurse and take care of people. I mean, this can stir up a lot of anxiety in somebody. And pretty much just like anybody else, I also was so scared for the day when this would come. And I remember the first time I was floated to another unit, I was pulled probably about seven months into being a nurse, and I was pulled from my rehab unit to the observation floor. I mean, if anyone knows how the hospital works, those two places are a little bit of like the opposite of each other. Typically, observation units are very fast-paced. They are getting patients, setting them to test, getting results, discharging them, moving them to inpatient units. The turnover is super fast. And now rehab is almost the opposite. Those patients come and they are there for quite a while, getting rehab, working on their therapy, really working to get stronger to go home. And yes, I panicked a little bit. I remember my work moms were like hyping me up, like, Lindsay, you're going to be great. It's okay. Don't worry. The nurses there are really nice. Just ask a lot of questions. Be friendly and you will be okay and you'll be back to us in no time. And as nervous as I was about missing something or not knowing what to do, it was totally fine. And I actually came back and was like, ooh, that was kind of fun. That was a totally different experience than what I was used to every single day. And it really opened my mind to what else in nursing is out there. So being pulled to another unit or being floated somewhere or being pulled to be helping hands or as an extra resource nurse is super common. Depending on your floor's staffing numbers versus the rest of the hospital, your unit at one point will probably be told that you have to send someone from your floor to another. And I've heard a lot of places typically don't float their nurses until they've been on their own for about six months, but that might not always be the case. And even still, six months still feels like you are super new. You are just getting comfortable being on your 
own, taking care of your own assignment, that even at six months, it could still be just as stressful. So how can you turn this experience into something that isn't horrible and gut-wrenching? And how can you shift your mindset so maybe you can find a way to actually enjoy the day and maybe walk away learning something totally new or making a new friend? So as you know, I have spent the last year and a half actually working as a floating nurse. So I float between probably about 15 different units. And every single day I call into the staffing office and say, good morning, it's Lindsay, just calling to see where I'm at today. And every day they tell me what floor I'm going to. And I'm not going to lie, when I first started this position, I still felt all those same feelings of like, oh my gosh, what if I don't know where things are? What if I'm not comfortable with this patient population? What if people aren't nice to me? What if nobody helps me? And it did take a little bit of time until I felt super comfortable going to all of my regular floors. I mean, there's still times that I get pulled somewhere that I'm not super comfortable with, but I think I've built enough foundation and my own little routines of how I approach other people that I have trust in myself that I will get through every single day. And I know you can too. So the very first piece of advice that I will give you is before leaving your home base, grab some things that you know you use throughout the day the most. Make sure you check your locker for anything that you would normally grab throughout the day. Make sure you grab some flushes and some alcohol pads. Make make sure you grab a phone or a vocera or whatever you guys use. Get all your report sheets ready. Maybe take a small snack over with you. And before leaving, if you're not super familiar with what floor you're going to, ask one of the more seasoned nurses like, hey, do you know what I can expect when I go over to XYZ? And I guarantee they will be able to tell you something, whether it's about the patients or the staff or the manager. But just to give yourself a heads up at what to expect, I think is really helpful right off the bat. So you leave your unit and you're on your way up to the next floor. And on the way, try to give yourself a little pep talk. Tell yourself it's going to be a good shift. This is going to go well. People are going to be nice to me. I'm going to learn new things. And hey, this might actually be fun. I know it sounds silly, but I really do think that going into something with the right energy and the right mindset will set the tone for the whole next four hours, eight hours, 12 hours, whatever it is that you're being pulled to. So you get onto the floor, you find out who's in charge, and right away, walk up, introduce yourself, say, hey, I'm Lindsay, I'm the nurse being pulled from whatever unit. And it might feel a little vulnerable, but if you are newer and you are nervous, just let them know. As nurses, we are all just so busy, we're running around, we're not really thinking about everybody else's feelings all the time, or putting someone in an uncomfortable situation that we might not pick up that someone seems really timid or might be afraid to ask a lot of questions. That charge nurse will not know that you're new and they probably will just assume that you have floated before and just know how things work. So right away, if you can say like, hey, I've only been a nurse for eight months. This is the first time I'm being pulled. So any advice you have, totally appreciate it. Or if you could give me a little rundown of your patient population or a little tour of the unit, I would really appreciate it. I've learned that sometimes we just have to be more vocal and people are willing to help. They just don't know. And a lot of units that I've been to to have a little pamphlet or a little card to stick with your badge of like 
like the codes to get into everything, or where the crash cart is, or what time rounds are, who does the vital signs on the floor. I've been to floors where they have given me little handouts of the types of patients that they get and certain restrictions that they have, or just little tips of advice that might come up throughout the day that might be different than a lot of other units. So I can tell you from personal experience floating to all these different units that while they are all considered med surge, there are little quirks about each of them that I have learned that maybe might not be common knowledge among the whole hospital, but is still very specific to that floor. So I kind of went through each of the specialty floors that I float to and pulled out a few things that I think are very specific to those units that maybe should you ever get floated to one of these places, it'll help to prompt you to ask if these are any of the things you should be looking out for. So for example, on our psych med surge floor, they will get a lot of the suicidal patients and they will be under certain precautions that you have to remove all the cords and the wires and they can't have trash cans and have to have paper bags and they have to have safe trays. And of course, makes sense. But if your floor is not used to dealing with that, this might be a little different. On our cardiac and heart failure floors, they will give certain meds like loading doses of sodalol that has very specific parameters, assessments, and certain things that have to go with giving that medication. That floor, they're allowed to remove TR bands after someone comes back from a cardiac cath, and they're the only floor that can do that. On our surgical or bariatric floor, people that come out of gastric bypass have very, very specific diet instructions. They have to drink sugar-free liquids from little medicine cups a certain number every hour. They have to be up and moving and really require a lot of education around their surgery. Our urology floor will get the patients on CBI, and those nurses are all trained to do peritoneal dialysis. The trauma floor will see tons of chest tubes, drains, trachs, different pins, and a lot of TPN and PCA pumps. Our oncology floor, those nurses are the only nurses on med surge floors that are allowed to access ports. Also, those patients have a very low threshold for going septic, so they need to be watched a little more closely, especially if they are neutropenic. Our neuro floor will get the patients that are on NIH scales every so many hours, and those nurses down there are all certified to do those assessments but it's just something for me to look out for because I know I'm not certified for that. And I just want to be able to confirm with another nurse on the floor that the assessment will still be getting done. Our ortho floor is very specific about getting post-op patients up out of bed and walking within so many hours of surgery. They also have a rule of thumb that they always get the patient up with two people, no matter how strong they look or how comfortable the patient tells you they are. I've been pulled to the peds floor and and I've learned that I'm only allowed to give medications to patients over a certain age. And now these are just some of the things off the top of my head that I can think of that are very specific to certain floors that are all still considered med surge floors. So when you're talking with the charge nurse, just ask if there's anything that someone being pulled to the unit cannot do, or are there very specific guidelines about your floor that you think I should know? Also, during this time, if they are giving you a little tour, make sure they show you where the med room is 
and the supply room, and any codes to get in them, write them down if you need to. Ask if you need a key to get into anything on the floor. Not everything has codes or is badge access, so you might have to pull a key from the Pixis. Also, find out if you need to call somebody or if they need to give you access to get into the Pixis. I mean, that is like the biggest thing you will do all day is pull meds, so make sure you are in, you're comfortable, so as soon as you're done getting report, you can get your day started. Make sure you know where the code car and the EKG machine is located. God forbid there's any kind of emergency. You just want to have a rough estimate of where things are located on the floor. So you get a little bit of the lay of the land and now it's time to review your assignment. I really, really encourage you to skim over your patients very quickly and take notice if anything stands out to you that sounds weird or different or something you've never seen before so that you can address these things before you take over as the primary nurse. Maybe one of the patients is on a certain drip that you've never seen before. Maybe the patient has a chest tube or CBI or a PCA pump. And since you're still only within your first year of nursing, you haven't seen many of them. Just make it known that you don't feel really great with it or you haven't seen it in a while. So, hey, I might have some questions about this. And maybe if it's early enough, they can change out the assignment a a bit and swap a patient with somebody else. Or you at least have made it very known that this is something that makes you feel a little uncomfortable. And hopefully that will be enough for them to pick up that they can spend some extra time showing you something or review some things with you. And just to give them a heads up that you might be asking some questions throughout the day. And what a fun opportunity to be able to leave the floor and learn something new. So finally, you sit down, you're getting a report, and go ahead and tell that person that you're getting a report from, like, hey, I'm Lindsay, this is the first time I'm being floated to your floor, so sorry if I ask you some extra questions, but I just want to make sure that I feel good to take over these patients. I've learned that if you approach any conversation like this, people generally receive it very well and are more than happy to answer more questions or spend a little bit more time explaining things to you. If something sounds a little bit weird or you're a little nervous, like say, hey, do you mind before we leave if we just pop in the room and you take a second to show me the two drains that you're talking about? Can you remind me how the CBI works and how to chart it? Or, ooh, I haven't had a patient with an NG tube to suction in a while. Can we just look at it really quick just so I make sure I know what I'm doing? Again, I think with the right approach, people will be quick to help you and to want to make sure that you're okay. But if you don't ask questions, people aren't going to know that you're really nervous inside or you're scared about taking this patient over. Also, while you're getting report, I really, really encourage you to take a deep look at those patients' orders because if something goes wrong, no one is going to care that this wasn't your normal floor and you weren't told this in report or I wasn't used to taking care of these patients or I was so busy, I didn't have time to look at my orders. Mm -mm. Your orders are your responsibility and you make sure that everything looks clear to you, everything makes sense, and you feel like you can handle whatever is needed for that patient. Because if something looks weird or abnormal or something you're not familiar with, now is the time to ask the question to the offgoing nurse, get some clarity. Maybe you have to ask the doctors to discontinue something. Maybe you have to talk to the charge nurse about something. But as soon as you take over that patient's care, they are your responsibility. I mean, this is something that I do every single day, no matter what floor I'm going to or how comfortable I am on that floor. But especially as a new newer nurse, 
when you are pulled from your home unit and your home patient population, you might be handed something a little bit different. And you just always want to make sure that you are protecting your license and doing right by your patients. Okay, so you're done getting report. You feel pretty decent about your patient assignment. You finish looking some things up. The next piece of advice that I will give you, especially if you're a little bit nervous about the patient population, maybe you are on the trauma floor and multiple patients have drains or wound vacs or external pins that you're just not super comfortable with. Personally, I will tell you before ever going to get vitals or pulling any of your medications to just peek into all of your rooms. Make sure you know exactly which rooms you have Make sure you lay eyes on each of your patients just to know like, okay, good, they're still sleeping, they're breathing, they're up eating breakfast, you can say hi quick, and at least by the time you start your morning med pass, you know that you have physically looked at each and every one of your patients. And as you're doing this throughout the morning, see if you come across another nurse that looks really happy or friendly or just very warm and inviting. We all know who those nurses are, and we all know who those nurses are that you don't even want to make eye contact with. And introduce yourself to that nice, happy, friendly nurse and say, Hey, I'm Lindsay. I got pulled here today. I've never been here before. Do you mind throughout the day if I have any questions, if I come find you and ask you? I'm just a little nervous. This is the first time I'm being pulled. I know it sounds repetitive, but I promise you, the more clear you are with the people around you, the more they will look out for you. Again, we are all just so busy. We are all looking out for our patients that if it's not super known, people might not know to look up and to see how you're doing or to check in with you or just to ask if you have any questions. And I guarantee you, if that nurse looks like they are friendly and outgoing, they will probably be more than happy to make sure that you are settled, are comfortable, and will be that go-to person for you throughout the day. This is a great time to ask that nurse some other not-so-pressing questions questions like, hey, where's the bathroom that you guys all use? What time do you guys have rounds? How do you guys usually cover each other's lunches? I've been to some floors where they will assign you with a buddy. I've been to some floors that they will try to assign you a certain time to go. I've been to some floors that it's just totally a free-for-all, but maybe that nurse will say, hey, I usually go around 1230. Do you want to cover each other? And then just ask them if there's anything random that you should know or anything that'll help my day go a little bit smoother. Maybe the manager is like a huge stickler for PPE. Or maybe their manager goes around and checks everybody's whiteboards to make sure that it's up to date and has your name on it. Or maybe that nurse can give you some insight to the aides that you're working with that day or what the NP is like for the floor that covers the majority of the patients. Because yes, we all know how to be nurses. We know how to assess our patients. We know how to give meds. We can do admissions. We can do discharges. A lot of that is going to be very standard across the board, no matter what floor you're on. But personally, I've learned that if you can quickly sift out some of the quirks of the floor and just be easygoing with it and be like, great, good to know about the whiteboard. I will be sure to grab a marker and throw my name up. Whatever is going to help my day go smoother, more than happy to do. I'm not here to rock any boats. I'm not here to say like, oh, you guys are doing this wrong or you guys really should be doing it like this. Mm Mm-mm. 
You are a guest on their floor today. You jump into their routines, how they do things. And if the aides grab all the blood sugars for breakfast and the nurses usually grab the ones for lunch, not a problem. Happy to do it. I promise you that people will be 100% more likely to help you if you sound accepting and a little bit enthusiastic and easygoing. And it will completely change the flow of your day compared to someone who is resistant, complaining, or negative, or sounding superior in any way, I have seen it and the nurses around you will not be as quick to help you. And then throughout your day, just be sure to clarify anything that comes up in your head that you're like, hmm, I've never seen this, or I'm not quite sure what to do here, or I'm not quite sure who to contact. Some floors have very specific doctors that cover the floor. Some of the surgical teams have a different chain of command. Some of the doctors that I've worked with will use a PA that you will contact first before talking to the attending. Again, just ask another nurse around you, ask the charge nurse, and just double check. And if at any point you feel like something is off with one of your patients or you're about to give a med that you have never seen before, always double check with another nurse. Some floors can can give a higher dose of some medications than others. Maybe you have a chest tube and you have never administered Altaplace. Please, please check with another nurse, call the pharmacy, take multiple steps to make sure that you feel safe and comfortable giving this medication. Be extra observant of parameters for the floors, when to notify the doctors regarding vital signs or urine output. And really just try to listen to your patients and take notice of any changes that might be going on with them. Also, if throughout your day you seem like you're running back and forth a lot because you don't know where things are, or you keep telling your patient, oh, sorry, excuse me, I have to go ask somebody or I'm going to check with something, just tell them like, yeah, so actually this isn't my permanent floor. I'm usually on our heart failure floor. So I just want to double check with another nurse to make sure I'm flushing your drain correctly because we don't usually see them a whole lot. And I promise your patient is so much more likely to be forgiving and understanding and will probably be really appreciative that you're looking out for their safety. And the last really practical advice that I can give you is to try to get your charting done as soon as possible. Because the thing about being pooled is sometimes you are only needed for four hours or eight hours and maybe by 11 o'clock another nurse comes in and you are immediately giving report again and going back to your home floor. So while you're in with your patients and doing their assessments, see if you can really try to chart their assessment, get it done. So if you do get pulled back to your unit after four hours, you don't feel super behind when you pick up a new assignment and still have to go back and chart on however many patients from the morning. I mean, as a permanent floater, there's been times that I've been pulled every four hours and it can be really tough because now you have to give report to the next nurse. You have to go to another floor get report on another six patients and now start your day all over again, basically. And it can just feel like a lot. So if you can kind of chart in real time, stay a little bit more caught up than you normally would, I think it'll really ease that anxiety and that overwhelming feeling if you do happen to get pulled back to your floor. And finally, I will just leave you with the advice to maybe just try to enjoy the day and learn what you can. I mean, honestly, sometimes I have been pulled from a disaster assignment and I get pulled somewhere totally different and I walk into a group of six really nice patients. I remember when I was on my step-down unit, I was having a really rough 
rough start to my shift and I got like a train wreck of an admission. I was really overwhelmed, really stressed. And they told me that at 11 p.m. I was getting pulled to another floor. And while that really stressed me out, I remember one of the nurses being like, honestly, Lindsay, this might be the best thing for you because your assignment kind of sucks and you might walk into something way better than this. And don't you know, I give up my assignment 11 p.m. and I was sent to the urology floor and I had three very easy patients. They all had Foley's. They were all walkie-talkie, super nice, and I had the most relaxed night that I had probably had in months. So life just has a funny way of working out sometimes. And I think if you go into something open-minded and excited, you might actually look back and see how much you learned from the day. Maybe you'll make some new friends on the floor, or at the very least, just continue to build your network throughout the hospital. You never know when you want to leave your floor, or maybe you love the experience and you want to become a floater in your hospital. Maybe you want to be a traveler someday, so you use this as an opportunity to practice being thrown into new environments and new situations, speaking up when you need to, asking for help, and just going with the flow and keeping a good attitude. Maybe you'll really love the patient population that you just worked with, and in the future, they can reach out to you if they need help on their floor and you want to pick up extra hours. But now that's not going to happen if you come in with a negative attitude and act annoyed and rude. Like, trust me, no one wants to work with those kinds of nurses. And then as you're leaving for the day, be sure to say thank you to the charge nurse, to your aides, to the other nurses on the floor that helped you, and just show that appreciation for being warm and welcoming and checking in on you to make sure that you feel comfortable and safe. And I just think that really encourages that positive reinforcement for people to continue to be supportive of one another. And then I really want you to take this feeling in and remember what it was like to be thrown from your environment and put somewhere new, whether people were kind to you or not. Remember that when you're on the other side and you're able to be that support and that friend to a nurse that's getting pulled to your unit. Because we are all nurses, we are all trying to get through our day-to-day to safely and compassionately care for our patients, and the team you have around you really does make a massive difference. And I totally believe that keeping some of these things in mind and learning to use your voice and to speak up when necessary can actually give you a really, really great day on the floor. And just because you walk in and find out you're being pulled does not mean that you have a Bad shift ahead. Trust your assessment skills, your communication skills, and have faith in your own ability to be able to care for your patients. And remember that your knowledge and your skills and your personality, even if you only are six months into being a nurse, can still make a massive difference to your patients, to your coworkers around you, and no matter what floor you go to, that it is in your power to have a positive attitude and to make a difference as a nurse. Personally, I I think floating has made me a much stronger nurse. It has improved my assessment skills tremendously. It has really fine-tuned my communication skills. And I now have friends throughout the entire hospital 
I have no plans on going back to one floor for a very long time. And I think if you keep your mind open, you might actually really enjoy the experience. And maybe one day you would love to join me in the float pool as well. So as always, feel free to reach out to me at Nurse Duda on Instagram and let me know how was your first experience being pulled to another unit? What was some of the advice that people told you? And just remember that it's in your power to control how you look at the day and the mindset you carry as you approach all these situations. So I hope you have an amazing day, even if you are pulled from your unit, and may you find light in every shift. Until next time. Thank you.